Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Revelations of Genesis. I just had, like, one of those worship moments where you just, like, you're sitting and you just feel the presence of God. And, like, there's no music going, you know. There's just the fact that you can remember what God has done in your life. And then that memory produces a worship from underneath your soul. Beneath your soul. And you just sing and worship. I just had one of those moments and I'm just I'm just thankful for God, you know. One thing that um God really wants his people to do is remember. You know, uh, to remember. And it's not like a it's not like uh you're looking back at your past. No, it's remembering the goodness of God. It's remembering the blessings of God. It's remembering the promises of God of that yes and amen, you know, that <clears throat> surefire, he's my dad. He's my He's my God, my God, you know, that surefire blessings and honor and glory and power, which is due to him and, and being that vessel. You know, it also says in the Bible that, you know, if we don't praise him, he'll allow the rocks <laughs> to cry out. I mean, what a God we serve. What a God we serve. That he, He's letting us know that we don't have to praise Him. Because, you know, we don't have to praise Him to make Him feel any type of way. You know, that He'll have the rocks cry out. And the rocks will praise Him. Something that He can produce that has no... We think of rocks, we think they don't have any mouth. He's, tough. he's saying, if you don't praise me have the rocks cry out and I'd rather praise him than to have something with no mouth praise him better than me or more than me I'd rather praise him with the mouth that he's given me and give him everything within me so uh, I, I bless you guys I, I hope that you're having a great day and I'm about to I was about to run out the house and do my little walk today and then I was like hold on I gotta do the Genesis of Revelations right so, uh, the revelations of Genesis, I got to get that done today. And, um, so here I am, I'm down here again, uh, I'm on my bicycle, start that. So you're going to hear some bitty, 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 bitty. So I figured while I'm down here, I might as well ride the bike, get my legs warmed up and then go for my little walk. So isn't God great? Isn't he wonderful? So if you guys just got take some time and just just uh, just be think of the greatness of God. Think about the thing, the times that He came through for you when you least expected, or even the times that He came through for you when you expected it. And uh, He's a good God we serve, and we just need to be willing to thank Him. So um, just yeah, just just I, I just think thank the Father this morning. All right. So what chapter are we on? What chapter are we on? I think we're doing chapter 26. Hold on, let me give you one minute. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we just finished up with chapter 25. And Jacob and Esau and how Esau uh, sold his birthright for a bowl of stew, basically. 
sorry about that interruption. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So let's head on to the chapter 26 of the Revelations of Genesis. So it says, and there was a famine in the land, as bad as a famine during that time, the time of Abraham. And Isaac went down to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, Steams, and uh, in Gerard, God appeared to him and said, don't go down to Egypt. Stay where I tell you. Stay here in the land, and I'll be with you and bless you. I'm giving you and your children all of this land, fulfilling the oath that I swear to your father Abraham. I'll make your descendants as many as the stars in the skies and give them all this these lands. All the nations of the earth will get a blessing for themselves through your descendants. And why? Because Abraham obeyed my summons and kept my my charge my commandments, my guidance, my teaching. So Isaac stayed put in gear. The man of the place questioned him about his wife. He said, she is my sister. He was afraid to say she is my wife. He was thinking, these men might kill me to get Rebecca. She's so beautiful. Now, do you remember a few chapters before Abraham, Isaac's father, did the same exact thing with his mother, Sarah. He was also afraid that the men will see her beauty and want to kill him. So Isaac did the same thing as his father. I wonder, I often wonder if uh, Abraham maybe told Isaac the story of when Sarah and him went to this other kingdom and they saw her and he was also afraid that they would steal his beauty, her steal her and kill him so he lied so i wonder if isaac got that from maybe his father's stories so but isaac does is doing the same thing so one day after they had been there quite a long time abimelech the king of the philistines looked out his window and saw isaac fondling his wife rebecca abimelech said sent for isaac and said so she's your wife why did you tell us she's your sister isaac said because i thought I might get killed by someone who wanted her. Abimelech said, but think of what you might have done to us. Give a little more time. One of the men might have slept with your wife and you would have been responsible for bringing the guilt down on us. Then Abimelech gave orders to his people. Anyone who such as lays a hand on this man or his wife dies. Isaac planted crops in the land and took a huge crop harvest. God blessed him. The man got richer and richer by the day until he was a very wealthy. He accommodated flocks, herbs, and many, many servants, so much so that the Philistines began to envy him. They got back to it they got back at him and threw dirt and debris into all the wells of his father's servants that dug that dug back in the day of his father Abraham clogging up all the wells. Finally, Abimelech told Isaac, leave. You're becoming far too well. I'm sorry. You're becoming far too big for us. So Isaac left. He came to the Valley of Gur and settled down there. Isaac dug again the wells in which were dug in the days of his father Abraham, but had been clogged by the Philistines after Abraham's death. And he renamed them using the original name his father had given them. The day given them. One day. 
<clears throat> One day, as Isaac's servants were digging in the valley, they came upon a well of spring water. The servants of Ger quarreled with Isaac's shepherds, claiming, The water is ours. So Isaac named the well Ishkra, quarrel, because they quarreled over it. They dug another well, and there was a difference over that one also. So he named it Shachni, a sauce accusion. He went on from there and dug yet another well, but there was no fighting over this one, so he named it Rehoboth, wide open space, saying, Now God has given us plenty of space to spread out in the land. From there he went up to Bathsheba, Beersheba, that very night God appeared to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, your father. Don't fear a thing because I'm with you. I'll bless you and make your children flourish because Abraham, my servant, Isaac built an altar there and prayed, calling God, calling on the God by name. He pitched a tent and his servants started digging another well. Then Abimelech came to him from Ger of Asherah and his advisor headed the head of his troops. Isaac asked them, why did you come to me? You hate me. You threw me out of your country. They said, we realize that God is on your side. We like to make a deal with, we would like to make a deal between us. The covenant that we will maintain friendly relations. We haven't bothered you in the past. We treated you with kindness and let you leave at, leave us in peace. So God bless you with, so God's blessing be with you. Isaac laid out the feast and they ate and drank together. Early in the morning, they exchanged oaths. Then Isaac said goodbye and they parted his friends as friends. They parted as friends. Later the same day, Isaac's servant came to him and the news about the well that they had been digging. We struck water. Isaac named the well Sheba. Oath, that this was the name of the city Beersheba. Oath, wealth. Oath, well, on this day. When Esau was 40 years old, he married Judah's daughter of Beer and the Hittite. And Basmath, Basmath daughters of Elon and Hittites, they turned out on the throne of the side, thrones uh, in the sides of Isaac and Rebekah. So again, I'm reading from the Message Bible. That was the end of chapter 26. Let's go back to one little passage that I really thought was uh, pretty interesting. So remember when Isaac and, and, and uh, was digging the wells and they were quarreling over the two wells. So he had to dig a third well. And it's important, the name, right? Isaac named the other two wells based off of what was happening. He named the third well based off of what didn't happen. No fighting, right? Rehoboth, wide open space. The other two were quarrel and accusation, accusations. 
when we read this passage, it says, now God has given us plenty of space to spread out in the land. From there, he went up. And then that's when God said to him, I am the God of, your, of Abraham, your father. Don't fear a thing because I'm with you. Blessings in our words. Isaac was really smart to understand that those other two wells weren't for him due to what it looked like, right? He was very, very wise to, to look at these two wells and say, let's keep moving on. And he finds this third well, which the other two wells, because, you know, the Philistines had clogged it up. It, did, it never said that the other two wells had water in it. But that third water, the third well, sorry, they struck water. I think, I don't know, if I was to think about it as how sometimes we, we could, um, if I would think about it personally, what that, that passage means to me is like, like never give up on a pursuit for God. Like, personally, that's what I can take out of that. Um, we might get into places, even in, in, in the church, that may seem quarrelsome, you know. But keep pursuing God. Out of those other two wells, the only one that said that it had water was the third one. And um, Isaac blessed it. And then God talked to him. He, he revealed himself to Isaac. So, yeah. Keep pursuing God. Keep, keep. If, if you're in a place where it just feels like there's bickering and division, move on. You know, Isaac still obeyed God because he stayed in the land of which he told him to. But he moved on with the quarrelsome of the, the wells. He didn't, uh, he didn't associate himself with those who wanted to fight. And then guess what? He stroked, he, he found the water. He found the water. Not only that, God revealed himself to him. So that's a good chapter. Um, thank you guys for stopping by and listening. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Be blessed.